get ready to live fearlessly free with Heather Bunch. Do you ever feel shame? Have you ever said to yourself, ah, what's wrong with me? Or one of my favorites, I am so broken. Welcome to Live Fearlessly Free. I'm your courageous coach, Heather Bunch, and I am here to help you live a life that is fearlessly free. So you can stop hiding, you can show up fully yourself, and you can fulfill your God-given purpose courageously. Now, today, I am going to be talking about, you guessed it, shame. And I want to walk you through how to get rid of this insidious thing that comes against us. I'm going to give you a key ingredient that is going to change everything. So today's going to be for you if you are ready to stop feeling broken. If you're ready to release shame, I'm also going to be talking to you. And if you desire to step into your true identity, but you know that shame is stopping you, or that feeling of being broken is stopping you, or that feeling of I'm not worthy enough is blocking you, then today is your day, my friend. Now, I joke that I came out of the womb feeling shame. It's not really a thing that you would want to admit, but shame is something that I have struggled with as long as I can remember. Now, there's a difference between guilt and shame. Guilt is when you feel like you did something wrong, okay? You did something wrong. Oh, shoot. You know, the other day, I had scheduled an appointment with someone and didn't have it on my calendar and totally missed the event. And I felt bad about it. And I apologized. We rescheduled. All is well. That's guilt. Guilt leads you to make a change for the better. Shame, however, is something entirely different. Shame is not, I did something wrong, but I am wrong. Or something is wrong with me. Like you feel fundamentally flawed, broken. That is shame. And shame does not lead you to change. No, shame likes to spiral you into like this death trap that you struggle to get out of. This, this black hole that there's, feels like there's no escape from. I can remember when I was going through my divorce. Now, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know that my story is, you know, my parents separated when I was in the fourth grade. It was like a three-year period, worst time I'd ever experienced. And they got back together. And here I am, you know, I'm in my early 20s, been married for five years. My husband comes to me and says, this isn't working. You know, we're We need to separate. And I honestly, 
was internally kind of excited about that. And then, of course, I felt guilty about that because I shouldn't be excited about wanting to separate, right? So that made me feel bad. But when it actually happened, and I'm, I'm sitting in my Kansas City home, I'm cleaning up, packing everything up. He's already moved out. I'm cleaning everything up. I'm going to move back home with my parents in the St. Louis area because I can't afford to live on my own. And I sat there in a puddle of shame. Because in reality, here I was, this good little Christian girl, and I couldn't make my marriage work. Because my parents, they made it work. I saw my parents go through hell and back and made their marriage work. They're still married to this day. January 3rd will be 53 years. I'm pretty sure it's 53. Maybe it's 54. They were married in 1969, people, so you do the math. But I... Couldn't make it work. And I felt a great deal of shame about that. And the shame just kind of went with me. It didn't just hang out in that one moment. No, it traveled with me as I moved to St. Louis. And as I was going through life, so many things reminded me of my failed marriage. You can't make it work. You're not good enough, Heather. You thought you were this awesome Christian. You said you were in it for life. What's wrong with you? That you can't make this work. That is so, it was so shameful for me. Like I really felt broken. And I really got a hold of how much shame I felt when I was having a conversation with somebody, because where the church I was at was actually having a class that was divorce recovery. I was like, oh, um, I can't go through that. Because I realized it was like I had to come face to face with the fact that I felt shame over my divorce. Something was wrong with me because I got a divorce. And here I am going to go through divorce recovery with all the other screwed up people. I really thought that. I really thought something was wrong with me. And I'm going to tell you. I actually listened to my friend and I went ahead and went through the class. Best thing I could have done for myself. That was a moment When I started a path to healing and letting go of the shame. And one, I realized I'm not alone. I know that sounds crazy. Like 50% of marriages end in divorce. But it was like I had put myself on this pedestal of thinking that'll never happen to me. I'm in it for life. I'm loyal. I'm committed. This will never happen to me. I'm too good for that. I'm a good girl. I'm a good Christian. I do all the things I'm supposed to do. And yet it happened to me. And then I had to face that 
That shame. Those horrible people. So what about you? Do you feel shame? What do you feel shame about? Listen, I am going to give you the key ingredient to let go of that shame. But you need to do a step first. The first thing you need to do is expose the shame. You see, when I got confronted with like, hey, you should go to this divorce care class or, you know, divorce recovery class. That's when it really hit me. I was feeling some serious shame over this. Yes, I felt it in the Kansas City home. But now I had to expose it for what it was. And I had to expose it for what it was doing in my life. Because that shame was causing me not to let go. That shame was causing me to spiral into you are such a horrible person. You'll go through this again. There's something wrong with you. Why would anyone want to remarry you? You're a divorced woman. And I was hitting the shame spiral. I had to expose the shame. I had to confront the shame would be another way to say it. And realize, yes, I went through a divorce. And this is the way I felt. This is what it caused me to think about myself. I was broken. I was messed up. And I was, I had to expose all that. I had to lay it all out there and be honest with myself. I had to be honest in saying that I thought I was better than that. (laughs) Uh, No, no, that's actually called pride. In reality, I had pride. So you need to expose the shame. What is it you're feeling? What is causing it? What are, you know, just lay it out there. Okay, see what's really going on. Lay it out on the table so you know what you're working with, okay? Now, the next step is you're going to wipe away the shame with this key ingredient. You're going to wipe away that shame with grace. You see, you just laid it out on the table and it's nasty and it's ugly. But grace comes in with its little ShamWow rag. Do you remember those? The ShamWow? Is it like a chamois that holds like 10 times its weight in liquid? And you're just going to wipe it away with grace. Because remember, shame says that we're broken. Something's wrong with us. But grace says, it's by grace you are saved. Not of yourself. But it's the work of Jesus. It's his work on the cross that we can experience grace. You see, shame tells us we're broken and something's wrong with us. But it doesn't even matter. Because you know what? Even if you were broken, it wouldn't matter. Because the cross of Jesus Christ is greater. Grace says, Heather, yes, you got a divorce. But you know what? I love and forgive you anyways. I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to wipe you off. We're going to get you cleaned up and we're going to get you back out there. 
And you know what? Grace is even greater than that because now, because I learned from that experience, I have a beautiful, incredible relationship with my husband, Bob. We've been married for 17 and a half years. And he is my very best friend. And our marriage gets better and better. It's like a fine wine or a, or a amazing, awesome cheese. It just gets better with age. Grace is greater than your shame. But you have to allow God's grace to come in and wipe away your shame. You see, you could choose to sit there and hang on to it. You could choose to sit there and, and say, no, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough for that. I'm broken. I'm screwed up. I'm more screwed up than the other guy. Oh, grace will work for that person, but it won't work for me. Well, my friend, that is pride. Because that's thinking more of yourself than how God does. Because God says you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You see, when the Father sees you, he doesn't see your shame. He doesn't see your screw-ups. He doesn't see your messes. He sees Jesus. He sees a cross of Christ that paid for it all. But you got to receive it. You got to let God come in with that sham wow, that, that chamois, and wipe away the grace. What do you do after that? What do you do once you receive God's grace and let him wipe it away from you? You're going to rinse and repeat with thankfulness. Because I'm going to tell you, as awesome as that grace chamois is, It is not one and it's done. Now, God's grace is complete and wipes it away. Okay? But we have this thing called a mind. We have this thing called a body. And it actually has memory. Both our mind and our body hangs on to the shame. So we have to reprogram ourselves. And one of the best ways I know to keep reprogramming myself is through thankfulness. I would continually remind myself, thank you, Father, for your grace. That yes, this is how I feel. But you know what? Your grace is greater. Thank you. And I would just thank God every time that shame would come back up about my divorce, of not being able to make it, of making bad choices. is that? And honestly, then I had shame that would pop up. Like, you shouldn't even got married in the first place. You totally made a mistake. And that was all on you. That I would continually remind myself, oh no, God's grace is greater. Yes, I made a mistake. But that's what it was. It was a mistake. It does not mean I'm broken. It means I made a mistake. So I rinse and repeat. I let that shamwow shammy of grace wipe away the shame. And I continue to thank God for his grace. You do that enough. You do that consistent. You are going to reprogram yourself. And that is going to help 
let go of the shame. Because that's what you have to do is you have to let it go. God's grace is greater, but you got to receive it. You thank him for it and you rinse and repeat with thankfulness. Okay. That shame's going to come back up, expose it for what it is. Then wipe it away with God's grace. Don't forget that shamwow shammy man. It holds more than God's grace holds more than 10 times its weight in shame. All right. And then you're going to rinse and repeat with thankfulness. Thank God for his grace. Thank God for the cross of Jesus Christ and what he did, his finished work, that it's done. He said it on the cross. It is finished. Finito. Finale. In English, that means it's done. No more. No more sin. No more shame. Done. Forgiven cleansed, wiped away. When Father sees you, he sees Jesus. You just need to thank him for it. Thank him for it. Now listen, my friend. I know that shame is a big deal for people. And we deal with it in a lot of different areas. I've shared one area with you. But you know what? Shame will come up for me in other areas. Yes, I go through the process, but you know, a lot of times it really helps to continually soak in more tools and helping to overcome shame. Okay. I mean, this is, if all you did was what I just gave you today, it's going to work, but it can't hurt to have some more tools in your tool belt. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in the show notes A couple of podcasts, it was a series of three podcasts that me and my friends Kat Schudel and Becky Mitchell put together and it's our Your Fearless Journey podcast. We did a series on shame and we talked about our shame stories. We also talked about when others put shame on us, okay? And uh, then, and actually the third one is going to come out this coming Wednesday, So I'll have to double back and put the link in the show notes on that one. But you can at least get started with the first two. Okay. But what we'll do in that third one is we talk about tools that help us to overcome shame. So we're going to give you some extra tools. We're going to walk you through this. All right. Listen, God's grace is greater. And you have got this, my friend. And Father has you. So... Thank you, thank you, thank you a bunch for listening. Until next time, live fearlessly free.